one of you is the monster. Monster? We're British, you know. Hello, I'm Chris Denton. And I'm Paul Monk. And we are a very British horror. And Paul, for people who haven't seen what this uh, episode is called, because they don't look at the title of the thing they downloaded, um, and yep. which I'm sure there are those people, what film are we going to be talking about today? So we're going to be talking about the um, sort of sci-fi horror comedy, though I don't think it's that much of a comedy, um, film from... Um, 2011, Attack the Block. Attack the Block, of course, Attack the Block. Now, I think you're absolutely right when you say sci-fi horror comedy. Obviously, we're coming at it from a horror angle. Uh, we've been looking at comedy recently, haven't we? And uh, sci-fi, add sci-fi to the mix. If you were going to narrow it down to one, you'd probably say this was sci-fi. But, you know, there's strong horror elements as well. So I think we'd go for it. And for comedy, I think people sort of expected it to be a comedy because of who's involved certainly yep. um when it came out the, the the big names were the director joe cornish and nick frost who has a supporting friend, role friend of the podcast he is absolutely friend of the podcast <laughs> nick frost uh, we're big fans and he's big fans of ours uh, that's possibly going a bit far <laughs> but he's um yeah but and uh, nick frost and we're doing this um this film now because of the connection to nick frost via true seekers which is what we did uh, the interview for a few weeks back and you know i was expecting to be able to say hello to all our new listeners and we're you know continuing the truth seekers thing and it turned out actually our truth seekers interview episode got about exactly the same number of listeners as every other episode we get <laughs> um so i think that's good uh, I, th- I i actually you know you know i did have dreams of fame fortune and a million downloads uh, that, that would probably cost us money uh, <laughs> the million downloads thing but no in fact it, it was all completely the same as as, as normal and uh, no apparent fame or fortune followed sadly um, but that's 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 all right i don't want to be an influencer um so I, I i'm all right with that and i'll tell you what it, it tells us paul it tells us that we can cover whatever we want and we don't have to go chasing ratings because it wouldn't work anyway. But, you know, <laughs> we've got our creative freedom reaffirmed. And we you know, want to thank Nick Frost for that. Okay. You- <laughs> <laughs> so, sorry, that was a bit pent up. I needed to get that out. <laughs> but- I think, to be fair, we, we did get a few more... Uh, followers on twitter um which which is you know something <laughs> yeah i think we did actually uh, we'll, we'll, we will cover true seekers on its own one, one one point because the whole experience was was great it was um, and there were lots of um, things that were around true seekers that um I'd, I'd probably like to talk about as well those a number of those followers are fellow film enthusiasts and people we met um along, along the way in in various events and, and things so um uh, it was i mean that that part of it was amazing it was just you know as i was alluding to <laughs> it was 
<laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't think I really understood how like listener figures worked, and it was a bit of a. Uh, there, there seems to be a natural number of listeners you get for the kind of podcast you are, and what you, yeah. the, the individual episode, and what that subject matter, or whether it's an interview or us just talking, and that doesn't seem to make any difference. I think um, it, it, it's the concept of the podcast of itself that seems to drive the number of people who are interested which is which is absolutely fine because you know we just do this because we're interested in the stuff we talk about and if any other people are as well that's fantastic um and it really is fantastic i like i really love it when people come back to us on this stuff but um it's for us it's not you know we're not trying to sell magazines or anything like that and we're not sponsored i uh do you watch those youtube videos where where after three minutes someone tries to sell you like a brand, brand of cigar or some headphones yep. or something <laughs> it's just like wow this is real yeah, <laughs> this... yeah, with the, um, <laughs> yeah adverts every like three minutes that pop up in the middle of a sentence yeah, <laughs> yeah. very annoying Oh, that's when they're yeah i mean that that's when they click the monetize button isn't it so that they get the yeah. adverts in between but then they also um are quite quite often have have done sponsorship deals with, with things as well because and yeah we don't i i don't even know where i would find people to sponsor who would even who would sponsor this i mean uh we listened the hp lovecraft podcast they 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 had sponsors didn't they yeah but i don't i don't know what um I don't know whether people would, you know, buy stuff because we asked them to. That's one thing. But companies don't seem to think that that would be the case anyway. So there we go. Maybe that's a question for the listeners. Would you want us to have sponsors? And who would you, who do you think should sponsor us? Yeah, absolutely. But after I have a nice, delicious Coca-Cola, mmm, the real thing, <laughs> <laughs> we, we should get down and, and, and talk a bit more about this film. So let's... Yeah. Uh, Let's deal with the director, um, Joe Cornish. Who? 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 Uh, Joe Cornish. I, I, Adam Buxton. Joe. Am I right? Am I? Uh... You are right. That's just being <laughs> facetious. Um, yeah, but I, but but I was confused for a second because you <laughs> because it's like I know I know it's one of them from Adam and Joe because that's what he was famous for. Yeah, he was one half of the Adam and Joe duo who were pretty funny on their channel four show in like whenever it was the 90s it was the 1990s yeah um yeah and then they did the five uh oh no um was it six radio six whatever it's called um show as well so they, they had a show on there that that was quite popular um and and it also has connections back to another film we've covered that also had nick frost in Oh, um, but not, it's, well, Shaun of the Dead, but it is, I mean, it is Shaun of the Dead, isn't it? But um, yes. it, it's not directly to that one, though, is it? Isn't, isn't it the, 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 I was reading, it's The World's End, where it wasn't Joe Cornish um, on, on the, involved in the publicity or something, or the, the features? Possibly. Yeah. Oh, no, for, so for Shaun of the Dead, he, he was a zombie in that. Oh, was he? Actually, yeah. yeah and he <laughs> I made, didn't know that. He actually made a, a short film about uh, being a zombie in that film. Ah, which okay. I think is on that. Which I think might be on the DVD extras. I, I can't remember. It's been a while. I, I, oh, that's but there. You go. So, so there's a connection. Connection there. 
but I, I think I think that, that is correct though that this is um, made possible by Shaun of the Dead in you know, from a financial point point of view, but also from um, the, like the the infrastructure for British horror films came, came back a little bit because Shaun of the Dead had been a surprising big hit, and obviously. Uh, that was UK comedy people, and and then this is UK comedy people. But the difference with this is is that um, it's, it it isn't. I mean, I don't think it's that funny. <laughs> I mean, it, the, 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 it's not the the jokes fail. It's just not trying to be funny, is it? It's, it because it's trying to be a sci-fi horror. No, film, there's, uh, there's, I think I think if there's any any funny bits in they they they're sort of naturally funny bits. Coming from the characters, yeah, I think that's yeah. right. So, so okay. So we talked about um, Joe Cornish, who's uh, very sadly, um, well, so I think it's sad. He's, he's directed only one film since this. I think there was, and that was uh, last year that came out. That was some uh, kids King Arthur thing. I'm sure it's very good because <laughs> he does a he does a good job here. But this film wasn't. Uh, hit though it was critically um, I think quite well respected but it, it didn't do for him what uh, Shaun of the Dead did for Edgar Wright no. that's, uh, that's certainly the case exactly the, 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 the film is the, the kid who would be king just for those who wants to know yeah I did actually because I, I like this enough that I looked to see whether I could watch the kid who would be king uh, but I couldn't find apparently it's one of the very last Fox films so it, it should be on Disney Plus but it's not <laughs> that's uh, right, okay. um, yeah anyway so I sadly couldn't couldn't see that um, but Nick and Nick Frost well, we talked about a, a lot already but he's got a supporting role in this he, he, I think he gets yes. a kind of and Nick Frost billing but he he plays Ron the kind of uh, low-level drug dealer doesn't he yes yeah, he and um he he isn't a main character at all and he, um I, i'm gonna this is a theme for me that i think these actors are very um closely associated with science fiction rather than horror and i think though nick frost is we talked about horror um he he, he also made that sci-fi um et parody with simon Pegg, didn't he pull so I, I think yeah i mean the film's called paul i wasn't just saying yes. didn't he pull <laughs> so, <laughs> i don't think there's a film called chris which is a, i think one you've got over me but um yeah he made that movie uh, and um so so, so although Turn on the dead possibly more influential than that one but Think he, he he's across both genres but then you get to the stars of this film and i because when i watched this originally um i was watching it because it was a, a british independent film that had nick frost in it essentially that's absolutely true yeah. I, I had no idea who um the main characters were um I thought the acting was fine at the time i didn't really notice i i had i didn't even realize that um, when Jodie Whittaker was announced as Doctor Who, that I'd seen her in this. <laughs> so, yeah. um, <laughs> she does look quite different. Yeah, yeah she does. Um, and so, sound quite different. So, so, uh, so, so I hadn't, uh, I hadn't clocked it was her. I think it was, it was only, it was only relatively recently that I, that, that I did, and it's the same for John Boyega, who um, I, I, I didn't know. Um, well, I mean, 
yeah well we watched it of course this is his oh, of course we wouldn't know because this is his first film but, but yeah, then yeah, then, right. then um when he was in the force awakens etc uh, I, I think someone must have said i was in attack the block but i hadn't remembered him for i watched the force awakens i hadn't remembered that it was him again so. <laughs> no but i think there's a, a sort of weird thing where you don't really assume that somebody that's in something uh like attack the block um, which is fairly small budget, uh, what's the word, sort of quiet film, not one that's made a big splash and not really super successful. Um, you sort of don't expect them to turn up in, in something like Star Wars. Well, indeed. Um, so you've got, <laughs> and yeah, this happened, um, I watched uh, Toast of London a couple of years ago, you know, the Matt Berry sitcom. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, suddenly Daisy Ridley was in it. <laughs> and, uh, she was, she guested for an episode and I was like, Oh, <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's right. And, and, and then, and then the next season there's, there's, there's a, there's an episode that plays with that, isn't there? <laughs> so I, I thought that was quite funny. <laughs> there are a lot, a lot of um, meta jokes about, about that. Um, uh, but yeah, yeah. So, I guess Force Force Awakens um, used a young British cast, didn't it? But then they were the the, the, the two big big um, breakout stars, um, for, for at least British breakout stars of it. Um, so, yeah. um, so we've got um, Jodie Whittaker, the the whichever Doctor it is, Thirteenth Doctor. It sort of doesn't matter now. <laughs> yeah. No, you're right. could be any any of them. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> um, Who knows? Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll have to, we'll have to, we'll, yeah, we'll have to talk about that season at some point. We, 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 no, we don't think we've discussed it. But anyway, <laughs> probably not on a podcast. Um, uh, and um, you've got John Boyega, big. So you've got big Doctor Who. You've got big Star Wars. Right. Uh, okay. So th- those are the obvious ones, but but uh, there's a big for me Star Trek link as well. Um, I'm not sure. Maybe you didn't pick up on this. Maybe you did. Can 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 you kind of anticipate what I'm going to say? Big uh, Star Trek link. Massive, actually massive Star Trek link. No. Right. <laughs> 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 it's a cheat I, okay it is a cheat right so um so there's a character uh another supporting character called uh Bruis, who's right. like the it's like the the posh the posh guy who comes to the the block of flats to buy drugs essentially so he's a posh yeah. owner right um and he's played by an actor called luke treadaway and he looks exactly the same so we'll be very very familiar to fans of uh, or viewers of star trek picard because he is of course um identical to the character of narek uh the uh right. yeah yeah there is yeah. a bit of, there is a bit of a catch of course <laughs> but then that's not him it isn't him, no. It's his twin brother, right? So, um, okay. Because do you know what? It was really bugging me while I was watching this, and I thought he, he's he kind of looks like that the guy who played Romulan, and also was wasn't he Frankenstein in Penny Dreadful as well? 
yes, his brother was, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm talking about him, yeah. So I was thinking, yeah, it's, it, he looks familiar. <laughs> yeah. And so I went back and looked the guy up in, in Picard and, and Penny Dreadful, and it was someone completely different. Well, thought, it doesn't have to even have the same surname no, right? no, no they do it's, it's luke it's luke and they? harry Treadaway. yeah so, oh, okay. so we've got luke in, in attack the block yeah luke is also in um uh the street cat named bob films so yes. and, and he's 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 worked um you know pretty consistently quite a high level for the last 10 years as indeed has his brother harry who was in um the Penny Penny Dreadful, which I quite liked, Penny Dreadful. Um, yeah, he was kind of different Frankenstein, like a morphine addict Frankenstein, wasn't he? In, yeah. In that, uh, and um, he turned up, you know, in Picard, Star Trek Picard. Um, I I I I liked it, but I particularly actually liked the because he was quite a conflicted character, and I quite liked that. Um, yeah. But um, so but if you were a Star Trek fan, I, I think you um. I think you could probably empathise. If you were a Star Trek fan, uh, you'd watch this. You, you, I mean, you, you likely might think it was the same character because it does look and sound the same. I don't. I mean, I think they are identical twins. I mean, no, they are identical twins. But, um, right. but you know, um, they, they don't look exactly identical because of having been alive for so long and different things happening to them and stuff. So, <laughs> I, I believe. Um, I believe they live at the same house. I believe they live together. Okay. But, um, yeah, see, I, I wasn't entirely... See, I did think that, but I wasn't entirely sure. Um, no, what you did was looked him up and then click through, and then, and then uh, he didn't have... Because um, if you looked up Harry, then he, didn't, he wouldn't have had this in his filmography. So you'd go, okay, it's not that guy. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But... You know, another thing is that they, they, they have not done um, anything together that I know of. They haven't done the thing about... Cause you yeah, know, see, that's, that's unusual because normally they, they utilise, especially if they were uh, twin brothers. Well, I mean, yeah. the, main, the main reason to have identical twins is so you can have a, a brilliant explanation for why someone's got a perfect alibi and it really is the murderer. <laughs> maybe they don't like that story <laughs> i don't it's not very good is it <laughs> um uh, i'm trying i'm trying to think uh, i've actually sorry just looking them up they they did actually both star in a film together not star but feature in a film okay apparently, apparently while still at drama school he and his twin brother recorded roles in their first feature film brothers of the head in which they played uh co-joined twins <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> yeah, so I suppose. Uh, so, so Luke played Barry Howell, which was apparently the band singer, and his brother Harry played Tom Howell, the guitarist and songwriter. So and they were. Was, uh, so they were in some sort of band in that film. I have no idea what that film is, but yeah. That 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 sounds like it would put me off being an uh, identical twins film ever again as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so but that, that I, I, I pulled that out of my hat, uh, Paul. That was my big kind of <laughs> Star Trek's to add to the Star Wars and Doctor Who connections, which are much more obvious. <laughs> I, I, okay, and um, we should, usually we talk about the plot. Um, there there is another another Star Trek connection, quickly. What is there? 
Yeah. Oh my goodness, you've um, you you've actually trumped me, haven't you? Because I don't know it. Oh, go on. Oh, I'm desperate to know now. Tell me, Paul. You're, what you're, is it? <laughs> you're going to hate me afterwards. Um, it's called Attack the Block. Um, Robert Block wrote two episodes of the original Star Trek. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's a, yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that, that's um, that's well argued. Yes. <laughs> uh, did you know? Um, uh, there is a plot. Um, like I say, I was going to say we were going to we usually hang our conversations around the plot. Though I'm not so sure that, that works for for this. But I mean. It's not much of a plot, is there? Do we do you want to just kind of go over it? Let me do it really quickly because then I want to go in another direction, right? So, uh, what happens is uh, Jodie Whittaker playing a nurse called Sam. Um, She's going home from Oval Tube Station, which they they start off at Oval Tube Station, and I'm like, oh, that's a real tube station. I've been there, and and, um, then, then she's going home and she gets mugged by a group of kids in masks. And um, the mugging is kind of interrupted by a meteorite smashing down onto the, one of the cars. And then Sam, uh, she runs off. And, and by the way, it's bonfire night. So um, this kind of thing, it doesn't yeah. attract too much attention. There's lots of wizards banging everywhere else, which is something, something we do in the UK, by the way. Um, I'm sure our non-British listeners know that anyway, but uh, we have... Uh, bonfire night november the 5th where we mark the uh, guy fawkes um gunpowder plot um yep. so um yes yeah, so it's, it's then and then uh, we then we learn about the muggers and like the the leader of the gang is a guy called moses played by john uh, Boyega, and then there's uh, four others and they're all basically uh kids and they go after the uh, the the, the the alien that's landed basically because the meteorite was an yeah. alien and they uh it's actually just like quite a small like an ape type thing and they decide to kill it so moses goes in and beats it to death essentially <laughs> and, and, yeah. the, and then they take the body back to the block and then lots of other aliens come for them because yeah. Bigger, you know, bigger, hairier ones. Yeah, exactly. And there's a, there's a whole and, plot uh, and point they, about that. They, yeah, and the aliens attack the block, which they find they have to sort of defend. Um, yeah. yeah. Interestingly enough, there's, I don't know if you picked up on it, but the, the various blocks on that estate are all named sci-fi authors. Yeah, 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 Wyndham. Yeah, I got that. <laughs> there's a few others as well. Like, So if you so walk onto the... the the, the estate, there's like a big sign saying what all the different blocks are. And they're all named after sci-fi writers. And I can't remember which ones they were now. There's a ballad, isn't there? I'm sure I saw yeah, that. Yeah, which is, which, is, which is, you know, interesting because he, he wrote a book called High Rise, which was set in a tower block. Um, oh. I, I didn't so know yes. that. I read a lot of him. Uh, but... Yeah. But um, but good yeah yeah no that 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 is a good reference and again ties this more to science fiction. Uh, but when we see the proper aliens, the big scary ones who are like all uh, jet black fur, apart from these day glow teeth. Um, yeah. My 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 thought was, Ooh, this is dog soldiers. 
because you know i mean yeah. dog soldiers i think was a bit earlier than this and had kind of very successfully made the werewolves quite uh, imposing and, and scary yeah. and, 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 yeah. and you know I'm pretty sure the attack the block they were like yeah we're not really going to go the HR Geiger I don't know how you say it but you know the guy who did Alien who I always say Geiger but it's not that is it it's Geek Giga uh, or Geiger or yeah. whatever you want to say I don't yeah, know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but they're obviously um, they're obviously like yeah we're not going to do that kind of design we're basically going to make these werewolves so, yeah. so, so they 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 call them like um, like apes or something, don't they? But they they, they well, I mean they just call them aliens usually. But they they look like kind of they're not like, they're not really sort of intelligent, particularly are they? They they're, they're sort of just they're, they're more more like yeah they're they're basically giant dogs. Yeah, yeah, werewolves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, so this is this is this is my play for this is a, a horror film because because although you've got the sci-fi setup, right? This is werewolves. This is I mean, you you could um, you could put these aliens in Dog Soldiers and you'd have the same film, and you could have werewolves in Attack the Block and you'd have the same film. <laughs> so, exactly. I'm- and it, I mean, it's sort of like it's it's a bit of a horror trope, anyway, isn't it? Where characters end up trapped in a particular place, yeah, and they're having there's some sort of menace outside that they're having to hold back. I mean, it's like it's the plot of every single uh, George Romero zombie film. Well, so, and, you know. yeah, and the the group of um, the the group of muggers, but. Uh, they're not. They're not. It's not really fair to call them muggers. The group of kids, essentially. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, um, they 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 are like the, the the people who we follow, and they team up with Sam, don't they? Be, uh, yeah, sort of reluctantly. Team. Yeah, but um, but but then the aliens start offing them. Uh, so yeah. Uh, which is what happens in these horror type films, isn't it? And so, um, like dog soldiers as the the troops get gradually killed and always you have a group in a horror film and then they get whittled down so you can have yeah. gruesome deaths and there are a couple of um, reasonably gruesome I think there is yeah, some gore yeah. in this um, yeah. you know and, 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 and it's not it's, it's, yeah it's effective you know I mean it's not played for loss at, at all uh, and in fact um, I think this film runs quite a fine line because if they played it for laughs, I think it it would go to the point where it was offensive, because yeah. you're making a, a film about working class kids, and, and you, yeah. you you can't, you know, you, they can't just say ah aliens versus chavs or whatever, and that would be terrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and um, it's it's, it's that film that Cockneys versus zombies or whatever it's called. There is yes yes indeed, and in fact I think. Uh, I think Luke Treadaway is actually in that film. <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I think I did see him. I, did I, I see haven't it. seen it either. Um, I think it looks terrible. Yeah. Uh, I might have made that up, actually. He's not in that film. No. Uh, it, does have, it does have professional Cockney Alan Ford, doesn't it? It though? does. Have, I know, I know. Um, it absolutely does. Uh, and... Um, Oh God. I'm just going to see if Harry's in it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do, 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 it's Harry. But, Harry's in that okay. film. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. So oh. 
so what's what's interesting about this is this use of um the main group that we 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 follow and our, our sort of heroes are generally not that likable well no which is I a bit the, of an odd the first thing they do is obviously the mugging which is horrible the second thing is they senselessly murder an alien <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> but but um then you do get to, to see them more you do i guess you do get to have a bit more of their sort of human side and, and see a bit more about perhaps why they're like and they are and i think the kind of the revelation that moses is he's a 15 year old kid and um, he lives on his own because he's supposed to live with his uncle, but his uncle isn't actually there. And, yeah. and, and yet at one point, um, Sam has to go into his flat and, and she sees like he's got um, like a single bed with some kind yeah. of like toy or something bedspread, you know, like, like yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and then she's at that point, she realizes how young he is. <laughs> I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so, and, and actually, um, a central point of the film is that um, she she comes to actually kind of they, they those two form a bit of a connection. She initially hates him as like a violent mugger, yeah, and, yeah. Then, and then she kind of starts to sympathise and like him, and he starts to um, like her, doesn't he? And and starts well, and then he sort of cackhandedly apologises for the mugging, which is quite a good yeah. scene because <laughs> well, his quite, mate has I, to tell her that it's an apology. Like <laughs> <laughs> quite. Uh, yeah, I think you do warm to them after a while, and uh, what I quite like about this is it—it it doesn't, it still doesn't, um, it doesn't entirely win you over, or it doesn't, it doesn't make you think that what what they're doing is cool, or what they're doing is 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 a good thing. I, I like the way it sort of it tries to highlight the the issues that a little bit that have made them how they were while still having big kick-ass kind of monsters attacking them yeah i i like that so so i think it strikes i think it strikes a reasonable balance between not having these as um these kids as actually paragons of virtue but also not yeah. you know not not talking down to them or talking yes. down to people in their situation. So, so I thought that was all right. And then of course, um, it cheats a bit because Sam, uh, she's basically middle class. So, if you're yeah. <laughs> if you're middle class, then you've got someone to identify with. And, and I, I um, yeah. So, so it, it, it does cheat a little bit to do that. But um, it's, I think it's, it's quite okay. interesting because apparently this this the, the, this idea comes from. Or the idea of having them as essential characters comes from uh, Joe Cornish actually being mugged um, by yeah, people who took his phone. I saw that, and I thought it was good. You know, I mean, I think it was a good idea creatively, and I think it was good that he was kind of like, um, "This isn't going to be uh, a vigilante film about um, you know them going yeah. too damn far, and then some some." you know, honest, decent guy gets a shotgun and <laughs> takes them all out. <laughs> it wasn't going to be a like, yeah. death wish in London. I think there is actually a, a film that's like that, isn't there? I, another one I haven't seen, but isn't Harry Brown basically that film? Uh, I may be maligning it. Uh, I, think it <laughs> I think it probably is, isn't it? I mean, it, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's, it's essentially, I mean, not London-based, obviously, but 
yeah, I mean, I think Harry Brown is a bit of a a, a retread of like Get Carter, isn't it? Yeah, well, a tangent, but no, yeah, but I'm thinking about a kind kind of. It's very easy to have your 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 main character who's who you know is is taking on the gangs in the block. It's much, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hard, much harder to actually actually have that gang. <laughs> there's, 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 but but this, is a, this is the whole point of, of yeah. this, though, is that it, 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 they're, they're sort of thrown together, aren't they? In, in the same way that... Uh, and, and they have to start talking to each other and, and, and understanding a bit about each other. Yeah. And I think, I think it, it sort of goes both ways. It's a bit like when you're in a crowded train. Do you remember that? Crowded trains? Um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> crowded like, trains. Yeah, doing well. It's a bit like doing that. <laughs> it's a bit like doing that, and then and then something happens, like the train breaks down or whatever. And the thing is, is suddenly everyone is thrown into a situation that they're all involved in, and and everyone starts talking to each other. And it and it's a bit like that. It's a bit like these these people that are, are completely opposing ends of the sort of um, social spectrum, all thrown together. And actually, it turns out that, that Sam is quite useful because she has sort of some of the, the, the skills to be able, medical skills to be able to sort of patch them up and, and that kind of thing. Well, that's, that's right. Um, but there, there is another way this film cheats, which is that um, there is a psychopathic drug dealer in the mix, isn't there? There's yes. high hats who, who, who's actually um, like Ron's boss. And, yeah, and 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 he is uh, a bit of a parody of a gangster, as far as I could see. But I mean, actually, <laughs> yes. actually, well, well played. Um, so, so he makes quite an entertaining human vi- villain. Um, yeah, yeah. So played played by an actor called Jermaine Hunter, um, and described on Wikipedia as the local psychopathic gangster. Well, I mean, so he, he, yes, he is a psychopath, <laughs> which, which, which is unfortunate given the kind of rounded characterization of the, uh, the central gang. But I, I, I think though, you have to I have think though that it, I think though that it, it helps because I think what it does is then because he's so obviously uh, this scary psycho person, even though he is a bit of a caricature, I think what it does is actually, again, Highlight just how out of depth all these kids are. Yeah, I think I think that's and, right. Because how he's... how scary their sort of world is and what they have to sort of try and survive in. And I, I think, think that's it... right. I think that's why. It, I think that's why it's excusable. Actually, yeah, yeah, because it, uh, it doesn't un, it doesn't undermine their their characters in any way. It's just yeah. a way of it inform- and he is quite a small part. Well, ish. He becomes murderously um, enraged by Moses, doesn't he? And so he spends yeah. some of the film trying to get through the aliens to get Moses. <laughs> I think that's <laughs> well, yes. <laughs> but it, it gives, yeah, it gives you another element. It makes the film, you know, more actiony and exciting because it brings like okay, he's heavily armed basically. <laughs> but it's um, uh, yeah, I, I don't know about it. The police are also in it. And, and the police are not—they're—they're um, they're not out and out villains. They're not much use, are they? Though I mean, no. they, they arrest Moses and 
um, yeah, because they, uh, they arrest Moses because he has identified him as the mugger. Um, yeah. And, and then they get taken out by the first alien, don't they? Uh, yes. The, yeah. And then, and then um, you don't, the police don't really do anything after that. So they come in at the end and um, they try and get Sam at that point to denounce Moses and the rest of the gang, and she's another of them are neighbours. So you see, yeah. <laughs> she's all, yeah. so, so she's flipped. So she's now likes them, and she's like, but but at the, uh, at the same time, maybe she doesn't like the the police so much. Now, I mean, I I I, <laughs> I, I think that that's not bad. I, I think the police. Uh, I mean, yeah, you you just got a different element. You can't really have them to you can't really have them in it too much it makes it um it makes it a different film but um yeah <laughs> yeah i i think though where, where you get okay, okay maybe more re- reactionary movies the police you would have a, like a heroic police character in it potentially um yeah. <laughs> well, but um yeah i, I thought uh, it was a decent creative decision to do that like i say not then the police aren't aren't, aren't Bad. Um, there's the, the there's you know the, the the gang complain. They're always they arrest us for nothing. But you know we thought first of all you you're mugging someone, so it's yeah. not like you. Exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not they're not innocents. Yeah. I think as well there's there's this. Am I right in thinking that actually it hasn't? These aliens haven't been attacking all over London. They have just been focused on that one area. No, exactly. That's exactly so, right. So, so, and it's because it's so, because when the gang um, kill the first alien, they get yeah. pheromones all over them, and the pheromones is what attract the, um, the 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 scary aliens. And, and yeah. because the body of the first alien gets moved around a bit, so, so some other people get um, marked with the pheromones and therefore get attacked. But yeah, but, but it's not like there are lots. Of, there are lots of them. There's like. Dozens by the end, but they're all specifically attacking this block. It's not that London is being overrun or anything. That is something that the characters discuss. Um, yeah, because, yeah. But this isn't an alien invasion film. This is this is a kind of a. I think it's more like a weird, like um, space, um, like natural history thing, isn't it? And I think you've, you. Um, yeah. I think that's kind of signposted when they're in the drug dealer's flat and they're watching a. A natural history program, and um, which is being narrated yeah. by Adam Buxton, of course, <laughs> which I didn't realise until, yeah. until I read the credits. But that's a nice little vocal cameo there, uh, and um, oh, vocal cameos, by the way. Um, yeah, Star Wars is really big on those now. <laughs> Maybe they got the idea from here. But um, yeah, that was a vocal cameo, and then then that being a natural history show, um, that kind of this is kind of like it's almost like um, like. Uh, the, the the natural life cycle of these animals is that they they go onto a planet and then the 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 girl goes first and then all the males go to find her and because they yeah. killed the female and get the pheromones and they all go and find them instead <laughs> so it's yeah so so um so this I, is like, I like that hypothesis isn't it that's drawn by Bruis and he's because he's um isn't he studying uh, yes. botany or something like that or or something. And I, I read actually that Bruce is the character that's based on Joe Cornish. Um, oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> we, we, yeah. 
and so he's he's good for that kind of thing and uh, but also he's not a bad he, he turns out to be quite useful doesn't he for that reason yeah yeah but um and then the gang who hated him because they thought he was just a posh idiot they 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 they, they, they uh <laughs> <laughs> they, they um, are happy with him. They kind of mates him in the end. So it's more, but which is, which is, I think the point that, um, like, um, the community comes together. The different people, the different classes, they come together to deal with this threat, and they're closer afterwards, aren't they? But then, when yeah. then after that, the police actually arrest everyone at the end, don't they? Apart from Sam, so they arrest Moses. Yeah. They arrest, um, uh, what, what, what's Pest. This? Pest, that's it, yeah, and and they also arrest uh, Ron and uh, Bruis. <laughs> they, yeah. they pretty much everyone. But then by that point, like um, a f- the there's been a a big fire, a big explosion, hasn't there? Because uh, after all the yeah. gunfight and stuff, but, but um, finally uh, Moses takes out the um, the aliens by blowing them up using his flat, doesn't he? Using the gas in his flat. Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah, which um, you know, I'm I'm not proposing we even talk about this, but um, you know, uh, high-rise flats um, in London, it's a lot darker now than it was when they made this film. Yes, there was that horrible tragedy at Grenfell Tower, and you see like quite quite how bad it can get yeah, for people, yeah. regardless yeah, exactly. of alien <laughs> alien attacks. Um, and but then after the um, after after the arrest the very last thing you get is um like the crowd of residents the, the like hundreds of them are all outside and they're all calling his name aren't they moses yeah, yeah. moses moses yeah. and then finally you get a smile from him <laughs> so, yes he's the first one yeah <laughs> um so yeah, yeah. And, and that so i think that's kind of the culmination both of um you know the, the the showing us the community the, who live there, uh, and also the the bad relationship they actually have with the police. But but also um, he finds his place in that community yeah. because that's yeah, what exactly. he's been trying to do the whole film. Actually, with the maybe becoming a drug dealer, mugger because because after he actually is a mugger. Yeah, yeah. high hat gives him some drugs, but he never actually sells them. But the police find him with them. So, so he is, yeah. And uh, but no, he becomes this, but he becomes the sort of hero, a sort of legend, doesn't he? That I think that helps. Yeah, That's yeah. Sort of what he's. Although technically speaking, I mean, he's caused everything. But you know, well, yeah. <laughs> he's made a few well, yes. mistakes, and he set some of them right. <laughs> yeah. I mean, some of his friends have still died, but. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I can see he's gone on that hero journey, and you know um, uh, that I really like. So I, I mean, I really like this this film. I, it's not I don't laugh at it, but um, I did really enjoy it. It's not quite as good as Dog Soldiers, but I think it's I think it's pretty good. Uh, yeah, I mean, I I kind of um, I enjoyed it. I don't know that it's something I would watch particularly again. Um, it, I enjoyed it enough, and and and, it ha- and it's well made, and I mean it has a ton of influences. Um, it reminds me a lot of like the, there was this very much cycle of kind of films in the eighties that were uh, kind of ripoffs of things like um, of, of Gremlins. So I'm thinking like Critters uh, and stuff like that, 
Uh, Critters especially came to mind with this yeah. this film because I think I think again mm. it has a lot in common with that. With the in Critters, they they all arrive like falling down from the sky, and they're these kind of fairy things with big teeth. Um, you know that came back. You know they made another one of those movies recently. <laughs> Did they? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> but I remember really liking that at the time, although this obviously doesn't have like a space bounty hunter who's trying to track them down. Um, well, uh, perhaps, it should, also, perhaps it should, perhaps that's what's missing. Well, maybe, maybe it was missing, but um, and I, I quite like I quite like that. It reminded me a lot of those sort of films. And, and but, um, okay, oh, 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 you okay, it's biggest influence. Another, there's two, hang on, there's two other influences, I think, on this film. Okay, go for it. Then I've got an exciting thing to tell you. So the first, the first one is that obviously I think I think um, Night of the Living Dead is like a big influence. Uh, yeah, it okay. has a like house and everything. Uh, also, yeah. Night of the Living Dead is caused by a meteorite coming coming to Earth, um, and and this this is the same thing. Mm-hmm. The biggest one, and and I think it shares a lot in common with a lot of his films is John Carpenter's Assault on Precinct Thirteen. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I get. Yeah, that, it's, that it's, one. Massively rips that off, not rips it off, homages it. I think, <laughs> I think it takes that quite, quite a lot. Yeah, no, I absolutely agree with you on that. I think on the Night of the Living Dead, it's maybe slightly more tenuous. It's a very influential. Well, no, Night, Night of the uh, Living Dead. Also, there's a bit where they're all trapped in a house. It's uh, a house, the, the, but yes, yeah, no, 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 you're attacking them from the outside. It's the same sort of thing. I, I see, I see what you mean. Isn't, isn't it Venusian rays or something? I thought that was what, what causes the zombies. And... Uh, I can't remember. I thought it was but, like a meteorite, maybe a meteorite back to earth from some from, from somewhere. It's, it's really briefly explained, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Like the living dead. It's, it's, a, it's a new story in the background, which is something they again they did in Shaun of the Dead. Um, yeah yeah <laughs> um okay no yeah but you you convinced me particularly on assault on precinct 13 yeah, it, yeah it's absolutely that yeah um so but here's the film that i was reminded of um i i'm gonna say the name and then i'm gonna have to probably tell you what it is downtime <laughs> okay um no, no, not the um no, not not the uh, there was a Doctor Who thing called Downtime, wasn't there? Like with Yetis, not that yeah. thing. Um, no, no, um, I'm I'm talking about. <laughs> I was wondering. And no, I'm talking about there was a Paul McGann movie from 1997, around about that, called Downtime, which was okay. like a, it, it was marketed as a British action film, and they called it Die Hard in the Lift. Um, that was like the high con- concept, but but um, actually there was no action in it. It, it. But that's set in a tower block. That's got Doctor Who as the main yeah. character, and, and and that's got you know <laughs> in, um, you know so, so some other things involving uh, set two with gangs and things. But um, <laughs> okay. I've I've not seen that, so so yeah, uh, I, I don't know. Well, it was um, I. See, I saw it because even even then I liked Paul McGann. <laughs> but, I mean, it wasn't good, and it's nowhere near as good as Attack the Block. But um, it did re- remind me of it. It was because another British movie. It was a film four thing. Yeah. Um, that that was set in a a, a tower block. Um, four point yeah. six out of ten on IMDb. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, sometimes IMDb's wrong, but I can't really say it. This, this no. What does, <laughs> what does Attack the Block get? 
it gets, uh, hang on, I think it says six. Oh, it's three, isn't it? Sorry, I've, I've, I've put 6.6. 6.6, so, so, so yeah. I would, I, I would probably agree with that. I, th I, th I enjoyed it, but it, it's kind of like a, I think it was a good debut film. I think it has uh, enough that's interesting or different about it to set it out from films that are similar. But yeah, and I think, so I think it's, it's, it's just, it rises above a lot of similar films, but in itself, I, I'm kind of a bit indifferent to it. I think I like it enough, but I don't have any urge to watch it again. See, I would uh, probably, I know, I know what you mean. Uh, but then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we've, I've watched it twice now, so I probably will watch it a third time eventually. But um, no, I absolutely know what you mean. I think I would say probably seven out of 10 because, you know, don't really need a decimal when it's out of 10 but also um um, um yeah i liked it but the, the, in fact the only thing i would say against it was probably uh i'd like Shaun of the dead and um dog soldiers more and they're quite similar yeah. but slightly better so um but you know this is this is fine and it's on amazon prime and i would recommend any anyone who hasn't seen it uh, to go and see it now and, and by the way um, sorry that we spoiled the ending for you well yeah, then, <laughs> yeah. what do you expect if you're listening to a podcast about it before you've seen it before? Yeah. but don't worry it's, 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 it's good anyway right okay I've got nothing else that's, that's, that's literally all I want to say about this film okay that's good um, yeah go on what I was going to say I mean I uh, that was rather abrupt, wasn't it? I probably should have thought of a more elegant way of saying <laughs> right, that. Brings it, so that brings us to the end of this discussion. But before we go, Paul, would you like to just quickly outline the ways you can interact with us? Uh, yes, you can. You can talk to us on Facebook, where you can find us at The Very British Horror. Or you can speak to us on Twitter, where we're at Very Brit Horror. Or you can email us on averybritishhorror at gmail.com. Brilliant. Absolutely. I'm going to be doing all of those things right now. So uh, without any further chat or chit chat or whatever you want to call it, I'm going to just going to say goodbye. And, 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 you know, this whole time I've been Chris Denton. That's good to know. And I'm still Paul Monk. <laughs> goodbye. Bye.